Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 10? Ten. Is this episode 10? Ten. We're in the double digits we already. Made we made it to wow. 10. Wow. I haven't killed you yet. Yes! Um, so, uh, we're just, we're gonna, we're just gonna throw this out there. Um, <laughs> wrestling this past week, Whoa. whether it was SmackDown, Collision, Raw, Dynamite, was awful. It was terrible. Um, so we decided before we hit the record button that we are going to strictly cover, uh, Forbidden Door. We might sprinkle in a couple little highlights from throughout the week. There weren't really a whole lot. Um, and then we will preview, uh, Money in the Bank. And then at the very end, we have a special game that we're going to play. Justin is having an anxiety attack right now. Because I won't tell him what it is. Please. So sit back, relax, have a beverage, eat some chips, Ooh. Twinkie, mm. Cosmic Brownie, Yummy. Star Crunch, Always. whatever you want. And uh, here we go. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Excuse the intro. Uh, my <laughs> wonderful producer is like, oh, are you going to do your intro? I was like, yeah, I'll do the intro. I said, episode 10, he lied to me. I did, because I literally went back and went, 10 sounded right, but then evidently it was only. He lied to me. I bet it was, I thought it was 10. It feels like we, well, to be fair, we're two and a half, we're two months in, almost two and a half months in, and folks, I thought we were at 10. Folks, we're on episode nine. We're on nine. I'm, uh, I, I just want to apologize for. The uh, production staff—they've been—they've been, they've been working some long hours oh, and uh, trying to get this podcast put together. Uh, They—they got, they got some new equipment in this week. They're at the lights. I, he might have been staring into one of the new halogen lights we've got in the studio. I, I don't know what his deal is. I think it comes down to the bad air that we're breathing in right now that I can barely. Breathe. Dude, I smoked three packs of Canadian wildfire today. How about you? <laughs> oh my gosh! So this past week, if, if you're not familiar where we're at, we're in we're in Ankeny, Iowa, and we are experiencing the Canadian wildfires pretty heavily right now. And the last several days, I have been several having days, some dude. It's been like. Yeah, Almost been, two and a half weeks. But they said the worst of it has been these last couple days. I couldn't breathe Tuesday or when I it was struggle sleeping. So yeah, I've been I've been smoking in a whole lot of Canadian wildfire, and it's not been any kind of like added flavor. It's it was horrible. It was bad. I, I'm I, I'm finally better. Like I went to work, and they've been telling me I I've been uh, looking dumb than normal and because i wore a mask because i couldn't breathe and people were like the ventilators on yeah my my, my big old bone mask i <laughs> apparently i look really dumb when i wear my my thing that keeps me alive so one of the guys in the shop today he's like man he's like i'm really tired of listening to people bitch about this oh canadian wildfires right. breathing it in no uh, it's bad impurities blah blah dude yeah i've been working in a shop <laughs> My entire <laughs> life. I've breathed in my life. This? Water. This is nothing. Is nothing. Would it be fair? I right? have We're breathed breath- in so many different we've, automotive we've, chemicals. I feel like we life. breathed like, in some fires too. I, I just, it, 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 ugh. Yeah. Well, we breathed in some fires at Toyota. We watched a man's pants get catch on fire. <laughs> 
Shout out. That was fantastic. Idiot. Hey, hey, do you know what we did? Watched him burn. Watched his pa- <laughs> Watched Watched the flames cr- get up to about his knee before he realized, oh, I'm on fire. Yeah, we know. We've been watching. That was the best part is that we're all like, should we say something? Nah. Let him burn. You guys an idiot. Hey, so welcome back to GQ, a wrestling podcast where... This week in wrestling, we're three minutes in and you're just doing your shtick. Yeah, well, because, you know, I had a flub and thought week nine and week ten were the same <clears> thing. Anyway, uh, this week in wrestling sucked. Hot garbage. Sucked. It was so bad. Minus the one shining, thing. The shining light at the end of the suck tunnel mm-hmm. was Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door. Friday Night Smackdown. Horrible. Terrible. AEW Collision. The only highlight of AEW Collision was your favorite part of it was the massive amount of Canadians listening giving... to CM Punk get booed. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, if you're not familiar, this is week two of Collision. CM Punk is the apparently the headliner of this He's thing, the and CMFT Ricky came out, and as soon as Punk came onto the stage, it was just deafening. CMFT. C-M-F-T-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-
WWE or AEW. Yeah. They are, well, first of all, they're multicultural. Yes, very much. French, everything all the way around. Well, and on on the western side of Canada, there are a lot of Japanese people. Well, yeah, because it's over there. So, I mean, they they experience all of it, and then you've got little promotions like Stampede Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So the fact that Canada blew up when Tanahashi came out it, it was great. It, I mean, it didn't really surprise me. No. Um, the match. We we don't want to dive in because of Maxwell Jacob Freeman's jacket that oh. said "New <laughs> Japan, Japan is Pro is Wrestling is an indie." That was fantastic. Yeah, I laughed. That was, that was great. It pissed everybody else off too. That was great. And he's you know freshly you know. Got those roids straight in him too, because he looked jacked and ready to go. Shredded, shredded. Don't get me wrong; he's not like he's not in shape. He's in shape, but he's he was in shape <laughs> for for that match. Right, um, D- dude, I, I I like Tanahashi. Yeah, he's I old. Like, I like Tanahashi a lot. He's old though. His movement oh. is Whew. stiff. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's like. A, a mid to late sixties year old man moving around in that ring. He move he moves around the ring like Sting should move around the ring. And if you don't know how old Sting is, how old is Sting? Sting's sixty four. Yeah, sixty four years old. He should move. And and Tanahashi's only forty. I think he said forty six. Yeah. So legit, Tanahashi was. It looked like he needed to be calling his AARP. To be able to get that stuff moving for him, because it looked like he needed some cortisone shots in his <sighs> knees. Well, you're you're facing a, tw- a mid twenty year old yeah. in in I wouldn't say his prime, but in his early set of his career, he's doing more movement than a forty six year old would. Oh, for sure. But uh, this is uh, Tanahashi's second shot at the AEW title uh, last year. Forbidden Door Moxley. He challenged him for the title. Obviously, we kind of knew that most of the AEW titles were not going to leave hands uh, to the outside um, uh, for New Japan Pro Wrestling talent. Right. So uh, what we got is what we got. We got New Japan style versus American style wrestling. Uh, Was it entertaining? Yes, it was. It was more entertaining to see Tanahashi, like you said, couldn't move. But yet he could flawlessly fly over that top rope really quickly to get to the turnbuckles. But then the the announcers were like, "Well, he's not really used to these turnbuckles because that's the American style and turnbuckles." Not. That's and that's the weird thing is is the 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 different styles and turnbuckle like the turn even between WWE and AEW. Yeah, AEW turnbuckle pads are huge. They're like it looks like they're it's like you're punching into the boxing like thing yeah every single like the time. speed bag yeah the speed bag I couldn't it, be the word speed bag. It looks they, they're huge, massive. They're big and they're flat. Yeah, very they much look, so. It almost looks like a shrunken down uh, baseball. Mm. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, base. yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, whereas WWE's pads padded. are they're padded, but they're slightly they're smaller. Smaller. Mm-hmm. And then New Japan's, as they announced at uh, Forbidden Door, it's boxing style. So right. they're all of the posts are it's one singular uh, bag all the way down from top to bottom instead right. of having three individual top middle uh, top middle and uh, right. lower. Right. Uh, Tanahashi struggled trying to get off of those things and doing his high profile moves, but like we said, he's old, and you could tell he was old. Yeah. And Max did everything he could to make him look good. Even though Max is a great heel right now, he helped Tanahashi through the match. 
with some things you yeah, can he's, see. He's still a dickhead. <laughs> as everybody uh, sees that as well. Um, it, it was a good match. Uh, Maxwell ends up retaining the uh, AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Due to some shenanigans. Due to <clears throat> a lot of shenanigans. Jeez, I'm pro. But we go into the next match, which we... Uh, <laughs> Garrett won't talk much. Uh, it was uh, Satoshi Kojima versus CM Punk. Who? Exactly. Uh, Punk, like the previous night, coming out onto the stage, got absolutely booed out of the city. Country. It was so, it was louder than obviously Collision because those fans paid more of a premium to be there. So they're going to make sure they get their voice heard. Yeah. And it was loud. Yeah. And he kept on trying to entice the crowd and try to get them more, like do his, you know, what he always did was always look at his wristwatch and say it's clobbering time. He looked at that watch, went to say it, and booze. I don't even think he looked at it. I think he just walked. He went to go look down and then realized, I'm not going to get anything out of this. Might as well just keep walking. And right, shed right. it back through and... Because he sucks. And like I think we said last week, though, he didn't look like he's still in wrestling shape. He still looks like he's just gassed after a whole entire match. He had a lot of um, ROH hints from back in the day when he kept on like – he threw Kojima in the corner at one point and kept on, kept on saying, Lariat, Lariat, Kojima, because apparently he did that with Samoa Joe back in the days and – joked about that kind of stuff. If you're not familiar with ROH from back in the day, it wouldn't make any sense. Right. And I, you know, I had to do a lot of brushing up and kind of seeing, because I didn't get to, I didn't watch ROH back in the early 2000s. No. Now, I'm assuming you did to an uh, extent, not to a ton. Later but, on. Yeah, yeah, but it was like what, during these guys, I don't know. During hey these guys, Yeah, heydays is what some might say. He was dropping the Lariat lines, the Kojima lines, <clears> and um, Kojima... He also got an amazing ovation because, like you said, he's a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler. And you can tell. And they know him and he's not a scumbag. The best thing is that Kojima did not hold anything back on Punk. No. We noticed every single chop was there was an extra bit of juice on those chops. He did some some damage to Punk and it felt pretty good because everybody cheered hopefully it was lasting damage like like we were saying that we're hoping blood vessels were going to pop out of his chest yeah i'm pretty sure he got pretty jacked up uh kojima's elbow drop looked amazing it's fantastic it's it's flawless i nothing no That's, elbow drop that elbow drop is probably one of the crispest elbow drops in the business i will always say the right best right one now. the best one of all time will forever and always be macho man randy savage's elbow drop that's just my opinion, though. I don't know. Jay Lethal's got a pretty nasty elbow drop. Well, but who did he learn it from? Come on now. Whoever Come on trained now. him in wrestling school. Come on now. But he he, he pays Whoever. homage to who? Uh, oh, Ricky ooh. Dragon Steamboat. Got it. Got uh, it. Oh, way there, man. Don't worry, but he does it for the much memory. I don't do it as good as your other boy on your other podcast you listen to. 
Oh, uh, Pritchard? <laughs> Pritchard does the best Macho Man. He does the man. best Macho Man I've ever heard anywhere. Don't get me wrong. My he, Macho Man's pretty good, he does but the, Pritchard is just... He, uh, just... He, he, he does a pretty good Dusty Rhodes. Well, you don't, don't worry about me, baby boy. The Dusty Rhodes is a different story. But they do the Macho Man do it very well. Uh, obviously, they're going to put Punk over. I don't know why. I, I guess to appease his contractual needs... Punk gets the victory over Kojima. So now, if you're doing the counter on the night, AEW is up two, New Japan zero. Yeah, you feel the same way. Yeah, yeah, it's done. I, I, I wasn't keeping track. I'm keeping track. Good for you. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, then we go into a, a. I thought this match was uh, funny, good wrestling, and overall great quality. The uh, Fatal Four Way for the. <laughs> AEW International Championship. The highlight of this match. No, don't even. Was if you're, no, Daniel Garcia. <laughs> the, the 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 awkward the gyrations he was doing with his body. I, I thought you were gonna go with your reaction to slapping my couch as hard as you possibly can, going, "Hey, hey, it's your guy. It's your it's your boy." boy. If you haven't been listening to the podcast, I can't stand Orange Cassidy. I used to be. It's a really guy. funny because I used to love him. Like five months ago, I used to love the guy. He would be like, "Oh my God, Orange Cassidy's <laughs> on TV! Ooh, let's watch him. He's so great." No, <laughs> it's crap. I thought the shtick was funny back then. Yeah, it's funny, but it's that doesn't make it good. I thought it was funny. It's crap. And well, now I agree. Now it was so we had the we had the four four members of this match was Daniel Garcia, Orange Cassidy. Uh, Katsuhiro Shibata and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, two, well, actually, yeah, there are three world class wrestlers in this match and three champions. Orange Cassidy. Oh, I thought you were going to say Daniel Garcia. No, <laughs> I said world class. Oh, world class, not championship wrestlers. holders. Right. Okay. Uh, what did you think of the match? I thought it was really good. Uh, Kojima and Zack Sabre Jr. just beat the piss out of each other for like five minutes straight. They're just standing in the ring, just. <laughs> chops and European uppercuts and fucking forearm shivers. It's like, ow, somebody's gonna die soon. I love that they kept on doing the back and forth, but then two more guys would come in and replace each other and do the exact same yeah. motions over again. And then they swap guys. They go, yeah, yeah, da 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 again, da 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 da. Then they battle out with having a submission contests yeah. and and suplex contests and. Yeah. The only negative thing I have to say about this match is the fact that Orange Cassidy is still the international champion. Uh, I think it's time. We've been saying this for weeks. weeks. That it's time to take the belt off Orange Cassidy. Give it to Swerve. Well, that's so, I, I, I was going to say, we're going to do a timeout then. Who in AEW... Needs to have a title shot for the international championship. Give it to Swerve. Okay. I I, I feel like he's a deserving give, person. Give that entire stable of guys a belt. And they're stable. It's a pretty substantial stable. There's a couple of guys from ROH in there. There's a couple of guys from... It's mainly guys from ROH because you've got the ROH trios champions. And Let's then see. you've got Swerve. And then the other... Other guys. The well, they got the other white guy, uh, <laughs> Brock Lesnar Jr. Oh, 
Oh, good old Bork. <laughs> yeah. Good old Bork Lasnar. Uh, I'm I'm going through their like I'm going through the roster and just seeing who could put it on Keith Lee. Hmm. Yeah. I, I put it put it on. I, come on. Put it on Daddy Magic. <laughs> You're gonna put it on the, one of the JAS guys. Put it on Jake Hager. Because he loves this hat. Well, don't forget this, this, this hat. Because I'm put it on. Put it on. Put it on Evil Uno. Put be... it on John Silver. Got it. Danhausen. Put it on Danhausen. Very nice. Very, very old. You know what? Put it on. Put it on broken-footed Dante Martin. Put it on Matt Hardy. I don't care. You want to put it on Jeff Hardy? No. <laughs> Eddie Kingston. Because he. Kill yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. What about Ethan Page? I'd be okay with that. Who's your other guy that they're supposed to be bringing back soon that you love so very, very much? Oh, Scorpio Sky. What if you put, put it, it on Scorpio Sky? Scorpio, what are you doing? Let it put, like, Scorpio comes it's back. It's not and, even... They've been hinting at him coming back, right. so maybe, they, why not put him in a match and give him to Scorpio? There you go. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> Freshly squeezed, just expired. <laughs> Freshly. Put that on a t-shirt. I don't care. Put it on Alex Ibrahantes for all I care. John Silver. I already said John Silver. Oh, okay. What about Jay White? Put it on Jay White. Put, on, put it on Juice. Put it on Jay White. Put it on Excalibur. <laughs> put it on Taz. I don't care. Put it on Tony Schiavone. For Christ's sake. <laughs> The only thing that I liked about this... Put it on JR! Oh, no. Nothing needs to be put on JR besides not barbecue having... Barbecue sauce. I gotta slap that bad boy in barbecue sauce. an apple in his mouth. So, <laughs> the one thing I liked about that match, though, like going back to Excalibur calling Tony Schiavone a dirtbag on commentary. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, speaking Wait. of... Wait. Oh, I got Hold a, on. You got another guy? Hold on. Got another guy? Wait. Got another guy? Come on. Action and ready. I like that. Well, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> yeah. Put it on the old King man. of the Mountain. Let's put, go. Put, put it on the old man. Yeah. Let's see. And do a King of the Mountain match so we can win it. Uh, hey, okay. In all seriousness, put it on Takeshita. Put it on Kons- Konsuke Takeshita. He's high Konsuke right now. Takeshita? Why not? I see that's Why not? I but he's he's doing stuff with the BCC right now. They'd add a title thing to their little shtick. Oh, they've already got a title in their shtick. Add another one. Well, give it to Mark Briscoe. Put it on Don Callis. Oh, God. I don't even... I Literally, I don't care. And Put it on negative one. Ooh, I'm in for that. I like that. I don't even... I don't it care. Just, it, we, like we say, we digress. It needs to leave his hands. Put it on Riho. Wow. Marco Stunt? Put it on Nyla Jax. No. Or Nyla Rose. Thank you. I almost said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. I don't, dude, I don't, I literally don't care. Put it on Papa Briscoe. My, what about Michael Nakazawa? Put it on, put it on Karen Jarrett. That'd be funny. Mr. Birdie Lee Jr.? That's what I said, negative one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Nick Camarado. Put it on. Setting them sing. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. 
Put it on Sanjay Dutt. Mm, okay, that that'd be kind of funny. Yeah, we're, we're, what we're pointing it out is I that really it really doesn't matter. Take the damn belt off. We're, what we're pointing out is that it's turning into a pointless title, kind of like how we said about the the TNT title. It is. Oh, question. Ooh, ooh, yes, ooh, you you in the ooh, corner. What ooh, do you have? Ooh, put it on Trent. Turn Trent? turn Trent heel. Ooh. And have him stab his best friends in the <gasps> back. No. Good old eye patch and 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 no, not con no, no. Not did you were are you gonna say Converse? No, Chuck I Chuck Taylor? I, yeah, yeah. I, Converse. I, was, I also call him Converse for fun. Just I can't. That'd be funny though. I like it. Heel Trent Beretta would be badass. Has he ever been heel? I don't think so. I think he's always been a face to the everybody. Put it on Hangman Page. <laughs> yeah. Put it on Powerhouse Hobbs. Wait, how, no, you said it wrong. Put it on. No, you said his. You said his. You said his name wrong. The dude it's not... that needs pants. Everybody needs pants. Wardlow. Big Show. Oh, sorry. I mean Paul White. Put it on Paul White. <laughs> Have Mark Henry come back for a one shot. Beat Orange Cassidy, then retire and vacate the title so they have to do a tournament and exclude Orange Cassidy. Can you imagine having Mark Henry and Paul White versus versus Orange Cassidy as a two-on-one hand? Just two Mark Henry just come in, world's strongest slam the soul out of Orange Cassidy. <laughs> then he would truly be freshly squeezed. <laughs> Hold the title up. Take the microphone. Well, it's time for a main event. Where has he been? And I haven't seen him in forever. I haven't seen him in so long. I missed him. Are the lights off? Oh, they're always lights off. I get what you're saying, though. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Evidently, there's a monkey in the Paul corner. Paul White, WMD, Orange oh Cassidy. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Put it on QT Marshall. Oh Put it on QT Marshall. No, put it on uh, Johnny TV. Put it on Tony Khan. Okay, well, okay. Now we're turning into really bad WCW now. At this WWE. Point. No, no, WCW. Vince. I'm also, you know, I'm also doing Russo at this point Vince too. Russo, Russo wasn't the boss. Yeah, but it seemed like he kind of was at the time. He wasn't. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we're gonna digress into this non sequitur of getting off the international title and go into another thing. But we're gonna take a quick break. See you in a bit. Hold on. What if no. they dig up Spike Dudley from wherever the hell he is? He's, he's not and dead. Put this international he's title not on. I know he's dead. not dead. Can we can we bring back the Dudley boys? One of them. Well, you, you know just what? one of them. You know what? Let's just go find Giant Gonzalez somewhere. Dear Lord, that seven job. No, he no. In his weird man suit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> What is it called? A climb a tree match? We're going to put in Giant Gonzalez, Greg Kali, every single person that you can think of that is over seven feet tall and put them in a match? Yeah. Oh. Ryback. Welcome back to GQ Wrestling Podcast. We have been discussing this for the whole entire time. We can't get off of it because there's other people that deserve to have this title except for Orange Everyone Cassidy deserves to have a title shot. Just like everyone loves the acclaimed. Daddy ass. That was a guy we didn't cover. That guy. He needs pants too. Speaking of a man who needs pants, we have a awkward turtle. Always. We <clears throat> have merch. 
It's really awesome. We have our new logo. If you haven't seen in our descriptions in uh, the new logos on every single place for podcasts on our social media, that's our new logo. We're going to have that on a shirt. We also have uh, this man needs pants shirt that we have. We've looked at it. We love it. It's awesome. So we're eventually we're going to be able to have it available for sale. Uh, it's still in process. Uh, but thank you uh to the people behind the scenes who are creating some of the stuff for us because i know for my fact i can't do it i'm i just can't i work with my hands not computer you use computer but there's buttons that's it bing bong bing bong bing bong hunt and peck anyway (laughs) so uh we go into the next match of sonata versus jack perry he fought a hyundai a Hyundai, a Hyundai Sonata. There was just a random car sitting in the ring. Can you imagine that? So my thing is, I understand that the AEW world title went on first. Yeah. Because that's what Max wanted. Well, he wanted to be in and out fast. Why was the IWGP world heavyweight title not contested later in the show? It just shows you the the uh, production value that they were promoting heavily is AEW over New Japan. Well, they're, what they're saying is that like it's a, an American show that New Japan happens to be a side show on. It wasn't a New Japan show. It's the talent. The talent? Yeah. So that Because the, they the challenger. Because they couldn't give Sonata a better challenger, so they put it mid-card? Yeah. That's gross. It would have been better if it would have been Sonata versus like Jay White. Are we going to do this again? We're gonna, Juice Robinson. We're going to add more random. No, I'm just, I'm just saying like... There are guys on the AEW roster who could have put on a better match with Sonata than Nutsack. Jay, Jay Lethal. Yeah. He would have put on Jeff a Jarrett. No, not Jeff Jarrett. Is that what I'm saying? Stop it. Sanjay Dutt. Good guy. Karen Jarrett. Danhausen. Karen Jarrett. Mark Briscoe. Dear God. Oh, I wait. Would have been funny. Chris Jericho. Sting. Darby Allen. Not Sting. That man's old. So? Anyways, uh, Sonata got a great ovation. Because uh, it, like, was, it was a good match. Like we said, though, good. every New Japan uh, wrestler has had an amazing uh, just reception, re- reception right? from these the, from the, the Canadian crowd, fans. Crowd loves them. It, it was it was awesome. Uh, Jack Perry coming out with Hook uh, and having his best friendiest things with Hook. Hook doesn't speak. Uh, just to just to clarify, I am not a Hook fan. Nor will I ever be a Hook fan. I don't understand. Like It's kind of like the whole thing. I didn't understand Orange Cassidy's thing. Then I liked it. Then I hated it. I don't understand Hook's get-up. I don't get it. I know he's the son of Taz. I Unless that was how Taz was back in the day. But he wasn't shaggy-haired and wearing a mysterious hoodie and his short... Well, he had... No, he wore the... He wore a singlet. He needed pants. My God, did he need pants. Actually, so far, nobody's needed pants in, this, in the pay-per-view. Weird. No one's needed pants yet. Yet. Yes, give it time. Uh, what did you think of the match? It was decent. I mean, it, it kind of... I look at this match the same way I look at Tony Storm. Take it or leave it. Mm, yeah, fair, fair. And I, I get that. Uh, it was a... I would say it was, a, it was more of a technical match more than anything else. It was a lot of uh, a lot of smooth maneuvers, you know, going around, doing their thing. Uh, I think Jungle Boy needs to drop the Jungle Boy and just keep it as Jack Perry as they... We saw later this past week. Yeah. But uh, I think he doesn't need to be that cute little Jungle Boy thing anymore. Yeah. It, the character's old. Well, there's no faction either. It's not like it's like the whole jungle aesthetic thing. It's just. Yeah, it's not him. Jurassic Express anymore. No, it's just. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, but over a great wrestling match. Uh, yeah. yeah. Overall, Sonata ends up getting the victory. He's got, like we said, no one's really going to drop any titles 
on this pay-per-view. Uh, oh. uh, Sonata uh, retains the IWGP Heavyweight Championship that he successfully got from, uh, I believe it was Okada, uh, that dropped yes. that title to him. Yep. I had a couple other people. Uh, got, uh, uh, Sean at work, he goes, who's paper skin, man? And I go, then you have no idea who we're talking about because if you don't know if it's paper skin, man, that means he bleeds instantly all over the canvas. By the way, Adam, thank you for listening. We do appreciate it because it was nice to get some feedback this past week too. Agreed. Anybody who does listen, we love the feedback. It's fun, fun. Agreed. Uh, anyways, we had Team BCC versus Team Elite. Uh, you had, if you don't know the BCC, that is the Blackpool Combat Club of John Moxley. Uh, oh, dear Lord. Claudio. Uh, Claudio Castagnoli. Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta. Uh, so it was Kanosuke uh, Takeshita. And then their... Tomohiro Ishii. That was on the other side. side. Uh, God damn it. Yeah, that the names hurt was me. Was it Shibata? Uh, wow, I'm having a rough time. Shoto Umino. Umino. Yep. Umino. We and and on the other side with Team Elite, we had the Young Bucks. Hold on, they have a new trio's name. It's the Hung Bucks. Did you know that? Hangman Adam Page and the Young Bucks are known as the Hung Bucks. Oh God, my brain it hurts. <laughs> I love it. I didn't know that. That is fantastic. When, when did they do this? Uh, that would have been Dynamite. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even hear it. I must have missed it. Well, it they didn't really say it on TV, but, but it uh, came into your brain. Well, um, Twitter. Oh, it's well, fantastic. The Twitter world. Uh huh. Dear Lord. <clears throat> so yes, you had the Hung Bucks. With Eddie Kingston and Who? yeah, and Tomohiro Ishii, Stone um, Pitbull, that man, one third of the never open weight trios champion. Guess what? That man needs pants. He wears the. He wears a sing. No, he wore a singlet on on Sunday. No. Yes. He wrestles without a shirt and in shorts. He needs full pants. No. Yes. No. Yes. Anything that comes to the knee, you don't need pants. That's a ballsy move. Because there's some people who need pants even with that most, most of the fabric down to your knees. Who's I am? You know who doesn't need to be in the ring at all? Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Ever? Ever. Again. Uh, he's, he looks like a drunk hobo. He is a drunk hobo. John Moxley? Him too. Yeah. I, so His wife you... probably beats him. <laughs> there's probably blood stains all over their house. <laughs> oh, I almost have to. Woo! I killed that one back. I had a really bad comment, and I can't do that, Benoit. Um, so, uh, <laughs> um, so you had Blackpool Combat Club and and the Elite. Uh, if you don't know behind the scenes, Eddie Kingston uh, hates Claudio Castagnoli with a passion, but Eddie Kingston and John Moxley are like gal pals behind the scenes. And don't get me wrong. Uh, I we were joking about it and it's funny, haha. It was a really good match. It really was. Minus lack of blood, which we thought it was gonna have a ton of. It was a really good <clears> match. <throat> Minus the fact that like three quarters of the people in that match can't wrestle. Name them go. Paper skin man. Paper skin man. Drunken hobo. Drunk both of them. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh I mean You can wrestle. Yuta can wrestle. Yeah. I, I Young mean, Bucks can wrestle. I mean, Ishii... Ishii's old. 
He's really not though. Oh, we talked about that. That's right. We he's, were. He's we only were, like forty. Yeah, but he's just his body style doesn't say yes. Let me wrestle. He looks like a brick shit house. <laughs> just, uh... but like I mean, he he can wrestle. He's just he's very stiff. Yeah, stiff. That's the best way of putting it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, Claudio Castagnoli and uh, and Eddie Kingston had a couple moments in the match that they were you know battling back and forth. The one thing that uh, frustrated both of us during that match was Eddie taking a shot out of the way for John Moxley that kind of saved um, John from absolutely getting another concussion. Yeah, to his he face. took super kick party to the face. Idiot. And and I don't know. I just don't understand anything with Eddie Kingston. It doesn't make any sense. He doesn't know how to wrestle. He just kind of, his finisher. He can't even talk. Oh, you're trying to finish I don't like him. There, there was one moment in the match where we thought Tomohiro Ishii died. Oh God! There was one moment in that yeah, match. Yes, he was—he was nowhere to be seen for like five minutes during this match. <laughs> he got hit so hard on the apron that he went to the ground and went, "Where'd he go?" Tomohiro, uh, and what, what happened? And then we ended up see, like he lifted his head at one point. Went, "Oh, there he is! There he is! He's okay." Hello, buddy. You okay? He t- it took him a while to get back up. He thought he—I thought he died. Well, and then he. Comes back in, hits Yuta with the suspended brain buster, literally dropped Yuta on his head. There's a lot of on his head moves in this whole pay-per-view. And got the pin. So, he, I mean, Ishii came back and won the match. But Yeah, it, like, there was a couple things, like, uh, Takeshita and Ishii uh, did not hold back. No, they beat the piss out of each other. Like, they, they definitely decided to go toe-to-toe. It's that New Japan strong style. Yep. Uh, Hangman Adam Page, his moonsault always looks great. There's one thing that he's he's it's good at. So fluid. It's it's it is it's it, so fluid. And there's one thing that people have been I've noticed in WWE that they've been doing I've have been doing his buckshot lariat a lot more in WWE lately. I don't think anybody can do it as good as him. It's just it's it his. No, we we've, we've seen people try and then they break their leg, give out their knee, blow out their ankle. It's just um, yeah, and have to take. Eight weeks off. Exactly. Hangman uh, having a good spot against Takeshita, diving through the diving clothesline, taking out everybody in that spot. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Takeshita just selling everybody by dying over and over again yeah. by everyone. Yeah. Uh, it, overall, uh, good match. It, it was it was one of the top matches of the night, uh, but there was obviously I think there was a key match of the night that's at the very end of the pay per view. Um, but yeah, was it, was it the main event? Uh, there was one thing about the main event that you really liked <laughs> because we found out later what happened to that guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, the elite get the victory over the BCC. Uh, then we have the AEW women's world championship match with a surging rising star of Willow Nightingale. And you, you have, uh, you have some comments about Willow that I think everybody <clears throat> should love to uh, attest to. I, okay. So at first when when we when we first met Willow Nightingale, uh, it just kind of appeared that she was like a local talent that they were gonna feed to what's her face for the TBS title. Um, it's like okay, well she's just you know she's gonna go in get beat and we'll never see her again. 
And then we started seeing her more and more and more and more and more and more. And the more I watched Willow Nightingale, the more I enjoyed watching Willow Nightingale. She comes out. She's got, she's got high energy when she comes to the ring. She's got high energy in the ring. Match is over. She's got high energy when the match is over. I honestly think probably not within the next couple, three months. But in the future, I can see Willow Nightingale as AEW Women's Champion. Yeah, we were saying during that match that she, uh, her opener, like her whole entire like song and opener, it gave me early Bailey vibes, uh, minus the giant inflatables. You said it gave you other person vibes. <clears throat> uh, Naomi. Yes, the uh, Trinity Fatu. With the glow stuff that she was yeah. doing. Yeah, just, just the high... Yeah, just like the high energy with the uppy music, mm-hmm. and it. I, yeah, I think it will. It definitely fits with New Japan too, because it's the like. Yeah. It gets everybody juiced up, gets them going. I think, yeah, she. Yeah. Uh, but now we've seen this rising athlete that it. We said she's exactly like uh, Keith Lee. She's exactly like a Bronson Reed. That she's a bigger person. I I actually. Was it last week or the week before? I compared her to Brody King. Yes, yes. She's very agile on her feet, but she's also got the she can do power moves, but she can also do fairly agile moves too with mm-hmm. the running cannonball. Uh, did, did she do a? She did a moonsault. She did a moonsault. She did a moonsault. I mean, it, I thought it, she she almost. I looked like at one point she was going to do a shooting star press the way she was set up for it, yes. and then. Can you imagine? I don't. Yeah. Uh, so she faced uh, the AEW World's uh, Women's World Champion Tony Storm. Take her or leave her. Tony, Tony Storm. Storm. With the faction of Soraya and yeah, that was the first time we'd seen Soraya in. It's been a while. Like six weeks. It's been a while. You have the match was. I would say that that match was good. Yeah, it wasn't great, and it wasn't bad. It was a women's match that I wasn't tired of watching. Right. It wasn't, like you said last week, it wasn't a popcorn match. Right. Um, There was one thing in this match that I was expecting. I was hoping that it wasn't going to happen, but I was expecting that it was going to happen. And that that was the uh, arrival of Mercedes Monet. Yeah, we had heard rumors that she was in Canada at the event backstage and we thought she was going to show up for the new japan title that will that will and yeah, I, I mean i i kind of figured that she would show up after the match mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. um but she did and i'm perfectly okay with that i'm perfectly okay with being uh unsatisfied with the fact that mercedes money i agree um you know i thought could it have like there are moves that um that willow does that absolutely she uh she did drop tony storm speaking of speaking of head drops on the canvas on forbidden door she did drop tony storm on her head during a death valley driver so i don't know how familiar you are with the death valley driver go ahead the move is performed to look like you land on your head it it just felt like she smacked her gum dude uh it's it it it's made to look that way it, it is a terrifying person for i don't have neck issues but i've had 
you know, concussions and brain injuries. And I, it does terrify me anytime I see somebody close to getting their head hit. And so, yes, obviously, like you said, it is meant to look that way. We did we did mention uh, Night Willow's uh, moonsault is amazing for being a girl of her size doing yeah. those things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like we said before, though, uh, this, this pay-per-view is not meant for a lot of title drops. Right. So uh, we get Tony Storm winning uh, and retaining the women's title. You want to talk about a move that is dangerous. Hmm. The That Storm Zero that she does. Oh, my God. That weird little package pile driver thing. Yep. That move, you are more likely to get hurt by that than you are Death Valley Driver. Really? Yeah. Think 100%. So? Really? Yeah. Eh, it's... It's still scary. So, we're going to take a little bit of a break because we're going to go into the last three matches, two of them being uh, quote-unquote main event and one that was surprisingly... Surprisingly good. Yeah. So, uh, we'll be right back. Dare I say great. Nah. Well, maybe. Yeah, we'll be right back. Hey, I'm back. We're going into... uh, I said... Match of the night. The trios match? Heavens no. Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay. Who? Uh, oh, Bill Ocean Spray. Bill Ocean Spray. Spray. Got Bill it. Ocean Spray. Got it. Got it. Uh, if you are not familiar <clears throat> with Kenny and Will, they then had What a, are you doing? Yeah, exactly. It, you're, you, you just don't know what's going on. They had a match at Russell Kingdom back in January, which was deemed probably the best match of all time. And I stayed up like an idiot till five in the morning to watch that match. And I still went to work that next day. Uh, dedication, boys and girls. I was... I, dedication. I, I had to find a stream out in the middle of the random universe to find a J- Japanese stream to be able to watch Kenny Omega Will Ospreay at the Tokyo Dome. Uh, so we got the rematch... For the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. And boys and girls, it did not disappoint. Never does. It never. You put, you put either either one of these guys separately in a ring, will never disappoint. You put both of these guys in the ring, you are talking about an instant classic. Instant classic. It, 45 minutes, instant classic. I am getting chills even talking about it. I hated the ending. I didn't. Not, not, I, I didn't say the outcome. I said the ending. Like the absolute ending? Well, what led to the okay. ending? Uh, so, uh, uh, we'll just go all the way through the match. This is pretty much the main talking points are, of it. Are we going to break it down? Break it move by move? I wish I could. If I, oh, I can, I actually have uh, Forbidden Door up on the television. We were reviewing one of the matches before we go into it and watching a broken, a man break his arm. We were, we were reviewing some shenanigans and it was shenanigans uh osprey comes out first and comes out with uh bodyguards don Callis's own private security two bald-headed bane looking dudes coming down with will osprey uh and will osprey jobbering back and forth with the with the patrons hard call and at one point during the match we heard wanker com- comments from the com- from the from the patrons we heard you're a wanker it was or still a wanker still or a wanker 
Well, Fantastic. Osprey comes out first and brings the crowd in, but then obviously, uh, you liked uh, uh, how Justin Roberts announced Kenny Omega with one uh, version of the name that he uses. It was the the bout. What was it? It was so- the best bout machine. Did you you liked that? You did. It's because that's what he is. Well, he's not a belt collector anymore. Have you, have you ever seen a bad Kenny Omega match? No, I've actually got correct. To, I've actually gotten to see Kenny uh, wrestle a sixty-minute Iron Man match in Kansas City a couple years ago. Right, the first uh, during the first times of travel. Uh, was that when he wrestled Adrian Neville? Uh, <laughs> oh, you mean Pac? <laughs> sure, same guy. Tupac, Tupac Shakur. Uh, it was probably one of the best <clears throat> matches of I've ever seen in my life. I. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so anytime you Kenny will never see a bad Kenny Omega match, or you'll never see a bad Kenny uh, just segment in general. Man, True. man knows how to talk on the microphone. Yep. Uh, so Kenny comes down. And he speaks Japanese fluent. Yeah, fluent. Yeah. Like there's no, no, there's no translator. No, he knows. It. Well, obviously that's where he did his ties. Right. Like, if you're not a Kenny fan or anything know about Kenny Omega, he's not an American wrestler. He didn't. This is the first American wrestling comp, like, uh, promotion that he agreed to be a part of because he's been a New Japan guy. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. So getting him, we said that multiple times during this match. These people in the crowd don't realize how blessed they are to be able to have Kenny and Will in a ring. Now, obviously, it was in Canada, but it's on, on American television. Right. For the low, low price of what they made us pay for this thing. It, yeah, you just can't go wrong with the Kenny and Will match. Uh, overall, it didn't... It didn't... Didn't disappoint. It, both men got great reactions off their entrances. Obviously, everybody in the arena wanted Kenny to win. That's just that is the guy. He's not a, he. He is not only the babyface champion in America. He's the face that runs the place, no matter where he is. He's just. It's just yeah. Uh, they pace themselves very very well. Now, obviously, they're experienced people. They know what sixty minute matches can handle. Well, and, take. and the other thing about these two is their cardio is next level seriously though well the crazy thing is is if you watch the end of that match Mm -hmm. kenny's not breathing hard no not at all will was well yeah i will say this not in the defense but i love will osprey will bill ocean spray is what we've been calling him uh he has not been wrestling uh he was he took several months off after kenny's match after after losing the title in january he took his ball and went home to cry (laughs) i think he was off for about three or four months bitch (laughs) three or four months of of rehab and time and then finally getting back into the they what did they call it It was the uh, the tournament for the g1 no, it wasn't G1. They just started G1 this week. They just did a, a tournament for Kenny's oh, title. For, yeah, for that. Um, yeah, and that was kind of a joke. He should have won. Should not He have. didn't deserve it. Who deserved it? Lance Archer. No. Yep. No. Murderhawk monster. Dying on that hill. Will Ospreay. Anyways. Uh, ah, my phone. Anyways. Uh, so, uh, no. 
we knew Don, stop it. We knew Don Callis was going to be uh, involved at some point in this match. He, he was going to be Don Callis. We knew Don was going to be Don. <laughs> he didn't have a lot of shenanigans because he got kicked out of the match. He was, you know, involving himself a little bit more, getting too close, and uh, referee sent him out. Sent him uh, packing. He, he tried to trip Kent. Yep. That's uh, so Kent. He, yeah. he, got, he, got, he got out. He sent out of the match. So you only had the goons walking around. He was ejected. I mean, ejected. Ejected. He was everywhere. <laughs> uh, the one, uh, there was a highlight of the match that we thought uh, was kind of odd, but then it turned out to be amazing when he threw Kenny onto the top rope and Kenny was just bouncing. Oh, the shooting. Oh my God. And then you put Will Ospreay on the top <clears> rope. <throat> so you're like, oh, so he's just like, yeah, I thought he was just literally going to do like a leg drop. Yeah, like a leg drop. Nope. Yeah, I thought he was going to do like a Hogan leg drop. Nope. No, this man does a shooting star press to Kenny's head on the, on the top rope. It was nuts. It was amazing. It was nuts. It was amazing. Also, also. another high point for me yes. was the DDT on the stairs. Oh, well. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, that, like we said, the match uh, was all over the place, all over the, uh, obviously, in the ring and the all, ring outside. Sa- the ring and ringside area. Yeah, it was not inside of the crowds. It wasn't, it wasn't anarchy in the arena. We did see Will Ospreay do this amazing corkscrew uh, moonsault off the top rope and hit Kenny at one point. It's the same thing he always does. It was amazing, though. He did an Oz cutter on the ring apron. Which did not hurt Kenny at all. It hurt Will more than it hurt Kenny. Yeah, because he landed on his tailbone. That's the uh, hardest part of the ring. Yeah, if you're not familiar, that's a with, bad idea. If you're not familiar with the how rings uh, are laid Structured. out, there is no padding on the ring side. Ring apron. Yeah. Right. Right. No padding. No. Nope. It's just pure metal and or wood. Wood. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Kenny got busted open pretty early. Uh, but Will was gushing after being hit his face into the what they called um it was the edge of the steps and just kept on then yes your favorite was the ddt on the inverted stairs yeah he 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 flipped it well he turned the stairs on their side and was standing up there and he just bam it was like that was awesome and and will felt it will felt every bit of it yep yeah there was a there was one point (laughs) in in this match shortly after that uh, there, there was just, there was blood everywhere. 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 It was all over Ke- the front of Kenny. It was all over the front of Bill. <gasps> you couldn't see Kenny's like body because he was engulfed right. with just red. It's like, you call him Bill. <laughs> he's going to bleed out. It, we got a bleeder. We got a bleeder. But anyways, uh, we also have a new IWGP world or not world, uh, United States heavyweight champion. Uh, this match, uh, four and a half stars for me personally. I don't know how, uh, he who should not be named on this podcast ever is going to rate this match because obviously it was a banger of a match, but, uh, it, it didn't happen in the Tokyo dome. So, um, obviously it's. It's not going to be a, a five-star Tokyo Dome classic. Uh, so that being said, uh, we're going to take a short break here. Uh, I'm, I'm having some, some tum-tum issues. I'll be right back. Okay, 
So, we're back. Um, sorry about that. Uh, when, when you do have some stomach issues, you have to run out really, really quickly. So I do apologize. Thank you, Garrett. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. So uh, we go, I'll, I'll give my two cents really quickly from uh, Kenny and Will. Uh, it, it doesn't disappoint. It was an amazing, it was an A-plus match. Like we said, we don't talk about the guy that gives out those ratings. Like I said, four and a half stars. I, I, I would give it a five. I, I, it, was it because it wasn't in the Tokyo Dome? That's what I said. Is that what you said? Yeah. I'm glad. Because the only stars. place on this planet that five star matches happen is that the Tokyo Dome? Is inside the Tokyo Dome. So uh, I thought amazingly, uh, I did, I don't know if you briefly mentioned uh, with Will dropping Kenny on his head at the very end of that match to finalize everything. It was, I thought he died. <laughs> yeah. I thought was, I thought that was died. a, uh, I think that may have been a botch. It, it, it may have been, dude, landing on his neck. I I don't think we'll see Kenny for a little bit of time. We saw him on Wednesday. I'm, not in person, but... Not, not in person. He was alive. He was alive, but do you, we saw also Hangman in person. He's fine. That's fine. Uh, the dude, one thing best, that you... Best bout machine. You He's also... Fine. You liked the the fact that Will did uh, the, 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 the one-winged angel, and Kenny kicked out at one. One. And freaked out, and then it ended up being the pretty much the dagger uh, towards everything else. Obviously, with Don throwing the uh, screwdriver in the ring, and Kenny getting him pilled in the head no, with he, that. No, he put it right in Will Ospreay's hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and then getting Kenny in the head, and then finally hitting his finisher, and then obviously Will's the you know new IWGB US World the champ. I mean, champ. I love Will Ospreay so much. Why don't you marry him? I would, but I don't think we can. Uh, then we have the trios match of Sting, Darby Allen, and Tetsuya Naito. Tetsuya Naito. And Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki. Uh, this was the battle of old guys and two young bucks. And not Matt and Nick Jackson. Dang it. You saw them earlier. You got your fix. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. When we were watching Collision and... You know, Sting was going to announce his secret person. We talked about it on the podcast last week. Who we thought it possibly could be. Both of us did not say this man's name. Dude, I marked the fuck out. You did. When Tetsuya Naito was announced. And it was just one of those names that most of the fans in, uh, in Canada actually knew the name. Which was kind of nice. Is if it was in America... Probably would have been a dead entrance. Probably. I really think it would have been lackluster if it wasn't in Canada. Um, then we have Jericho bringing in Minoru Suzuki, which we have been saying last week on Collision. I don't think I've ever seen Minoru Suzuki wear pants. But he did. He wore and a t-shirt. It was fantastic. He looked like a normal Joe Schmo on the streets. Yeah. Uh... We got typical to Japanese guy. Yeah, typical guy with the weirdly shaven lines in his head because of his other matches that he's had in his career. Um, we on paper said that this could be a really decent match. Also, we thought Sting was really old and knew that he wasn't going to move as well. We had hopes that it could be better than it was. Um, Eventually, I think we will get uh, Sting Jericho one on one. 
like without shenanigans or without tag teams? Well, I mean, there there will probably be some stupid thing that happens. But I, I honestly, the premise of the match will be for the first time ever, one on one, Sting versus Chris Jericho. So like at all out or all in, one of those two that they're Maybe. doing. It might happen on a collision. I don't know. Yeah, fair. Uh, With t- Tony Schiavone as the referee. I'd pay to see that. WCW. Yeah, I was say, I'd, I'd say I'd pay to see that. We were we were actually talking about this. It's impressive that Sting and Jericho had never wrestled in the ring together, even though they were in the same promotion at the same time on multiple occasions and we were going back like racking hard that ucw he was obviously uh, he is a meeting sting was very established well, in all the was, runs that he was doing he, and he was a main eventer whereas while jericho, jericho was in wcw he was in the cruiserweight division and which may i say that cruiserweight division if you look at it nowadays holy jesus oh yeah so many great athletes in there yeah hall of famers yeah. Well, and and then once Vince bought WCW, Jericho went to WC or obviously went to WWE, did his thing, became the first ever undisputed champion. Beat oh, you Rock, just had, you just had to get Rock, that in there. Beat Rock and Austin the same night. You had to you know, get that in there. And Sting went to Japan. Yeah, he did not. He did not jump ship and go with WWE. Uh, he well, said, actually, I'm out. he he stayed home for a year, uh, cashed in on the nice big fat Turner yeah. broadcasting checks. And then he went to Japan. Um, and then, and this was in the early 2000s. This would have been early 2000s. So while Jericho was still in WWE doing WWE things, uh, Sting landed in total nonstop action. Jericho left WWE, went to Japan, did his thing. So again, they were not same place at no, the they same time. No, they were not in Japan at the same time. He left, then came in, and he left, and then came. So it was yep. constantly following each other. And then uh, Chris TNA came back to WWE, and then left again. And then left again. Went back to Japan. Sting was in WWE for a cup of coffee. Got hurt, and Broke now his back. and now AEW. They're both there, but they've still not. Yeah, yeah. So there's your your their sting around the sun of how many things that they could have been. So we we like seeing you know legends like that in the ring together, and then also seeing Minoru Suzuki, the legend that is in New Japan. I don't think we'll see a ton of more Minoru Suzuki matches in the future. I think we're gonna see. He's only fifty five. I know, but the thing is, I feel like we're gonna see less and less of some of these guys. Like say, like the same thing with uh, uh, Naito. We're not going to see a lot of Naito fan matches either. Naito's not old. No, but I'm meaning on on American television. Oh, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're not going to see a ton of those unless you're a new unless you unless you're a subscriber to New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know, you're not going to see a ton of these matches with these guys. Um, it was kind of nice to see all these old men and the two young guys work. Uh, I we did say we wanted to put a prop Hold bet on. up. We did want to put a prop bet up Hold during on. the match. What? One young guy worked. The other one did stupid stuff. Let's, he almost let's, died. Let's be real. He here. almost died too. Let's be real here. There he, was there was only one quote unquote worker in oh. that match that was under the age of fifty. Darby Allen, forty. Darby Allen, I should say forty. Darby Allen, right? I said worker. Yeah, Darby Allen. 
not stunt double. Uh, oh, look, Sting look like him too. Oh god. We were hoping to see the Spinny Guevara with the with the Jericho chin smile with a Minoru Suzuki head on top of Jericho. And we got and we got. We should put money on that. Because we got money. That was that was one of the highlights of that thing. Yeah. Uh it was great. Uh we were hoping it would be at least like a three star match, but we think somebody got hurt. And they yeah. never said anything. They never really hinted at it. It ended very fast. quickly. We did notice though Darby died at one point. We thought he was dead dead for the longest time. I know you crossed your fingers hoping to Jesus that it would happen. But he he got thrown at one point. Well, no, not thrown. He threw himself and landed wrong. And he never got back up. <laughs> I mean, he he did get back up, but it how long was it inconsequential? He did. Eh. It become both more. He was he was down longer than Ishii was. <laughs> he was. Uh, we were like we were saying. Uh, we were hoping that uh, you know Naito and Jericho were going to do a lot more, you know, back and forth, and it kind of didn't happen. And then Sting kind of did. Sting tries to keep doing and stay young. I was disappointed in a lot of things that didn't happen in this match, such as I just there. There was a lot of stuff like actually getting Jericho and Sting in the ring alone. Yeah, like, and I, really... I was I was hoping that Jericho was going to do something stupid and piss Sammy off, and Sammy was going to be like, you know what, I'm done, and walk out. Yeah, that never even happened either. So, uh, we did get, I forgot to mention, we did get Joker Sting. I, I, we did no, get the Joker. Okay. We got Joker. We got Joker face, face paint Sting, but we didn't get that version of TNA's God, Joker that, Sting. That would have been fantastic because i saw i so i see like we've mentioned before i've been watching these tna clips from back in the day and my god i I did not realize how entertaining tna back in the day was and yeah it's not like that anymore still pretty good i haven't really watched an impact match really ever it's still pretty good i couldn't tell you who's even in impact moose yeah mickey james she runs the women's division all right uh her husband is there? Who's your husband? Uh, that guy. Hold on. It's I, there. Yeah, you you think about that. Um, hearing the best chant ever during that match, "Murder Grandpa." Yeah, <laughs> talking about uh, yeah. Suzuki slapping Darby Allen so hard to the chest that he fell straight down to the mat. One slap. Uh. The one thing that did mess up, Guevara messing up his cutter from the top rope. Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis. Uh, Guevara botching his cutter on Sting and hitting Sting in the top of the head. Remember we said, that shouldn't have happened. Sting, I think that's another thing that ended the match early too, is that he hurt Sting. And Sting wasn't going to be able to perform like he should. Yeah. Um, the Judas Effect counter to the suicide dive. You loved that. That was fantastic. Straight. That was what killed Darby. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you've taken an elbow to the head before. Judas effect killed <laughs> Darby. Hmm. Put that on a t-shirt. Interesting. <laughs> uh, like we said, the, the match ended uh, quick. 
quickly uh, with the Sting, Darby, and uh, Tetsuya Naito uh, winning. And then we had the quote-unquote main event with Brian Danielson and Kos- Kos- Gosh, bless Kos- Kos- Chica is Oh, he says Koschika Okada. I heard Justin Roberts say it. I always say Kazuchika, and that's not. It's Koschika Okada. Anyways, Rainmaker. Anywho, yeah, your brain hurts. Uh, I said before... I was not thinking that this would be the main event match. I don't think it should have been the main event match. Sidebar. Sidebar. AEW needs to hire the Japanese announcer. We <laughs> were so was, we were so happy the whole entire Kosachika! Actually, Okada Kosachika! We no. were so Kosachika! Uh what? Danyasan! Uh, we were so happy every it time. Fantastic. Uh, well, it fantastic. So good. The Omega. It was so good. Yeah. I, just on, just as like a once a week thing, I don't care what promotion it's on. I don't care if it's on Dynamite or if it's on Collision. I just want to hear him every week. Now, don't get me wrong. Dapper, yapper, best in the biz. But give me that flavor of J- Japanese uh, commentary. I'm in. This match... Yeah, like we said, we didn't know. Uh, I didn't know why it was going to be the main event. I didn't like that it was the main event, but it was the battle of who was the best in the world, and I didn't agree with that comment. No, I don't. <clears throat> so I, I've been reading a lot about this particular match. You can read. Um, <clears throat> uh, a lot of people have come out and said, "Oh, this is going to hurt Okada. This is going to hurt." No, it's not. Why would this hurt Okada? Because the G one's getting ready to start. So I did know I did see that after uh, after it was so over. So everybody's thinking, oh, this this loss is gonna hurt Okada. No, it's not. And now he gets to come back to New Japan and do Okada things yeah. in in the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, Rainmaker stuff. Perform perform five star matches week in and week out. But I, it this match was incredibly underwhelming. Uh, Brian, <laughs> boy, needs some milk. Years, days, seconds on the hour that he is not a true champion unless he eats what meat. He needs meat, and then that, and now he needs some milk. That's like you go with that meme of that he needs some milk. He so needs some milk. Brian Anderson coming in to his old entrance of the final countdown. Um, I said this to you before. ROH. That was the last time he had it. Tony Khan had to pay so much money. Oh, dude, he penned a big fat check. Don't get me wrong. He did the same thing for Maxwell in getting the Rolling Stones. But, I and like you said, this is a one-off. One night night he got the final countdown. And everybody in the arena went and did exactly what he did. It's the final countdown. Like, they all screamed it. It was good to hear. I'm doing real. I love the final countdown. It brought back to homage to ROH. So it was good to see that. Uh, I thought one thing that he did in the match that I thought he would get in trouble Hold for. On, if we're talking about entrances, what about the Rainmaker <laughs> making it rain in Toronto? With his own face on the money? Yeah. Going everywhere? Yeah. And it wasn't like just like stage. It was everywhere. everywhere ring on the guys at the announce desk rafters yeah, got it it was like, great 
that he made it right. I, I loved it. I, I thought it was a good touch. Obviously, the Rainmaker doesn't mean making it rain with Okada. But <laughs> still, it is what it is. Uh, he did something in the match that I thought was interesting. Uh, Danielson doing the yes chant for the very first time since leaving WWE. Which that I, might... I think there's going to be some ramifications. Th- there will probably be a cease and desist notice sent to one Tony Khan. Which address? Because he's got several. They'll probably send it to the Jaguar Stadium. Yeah, give it to Dad. Give it to Shanad. Yeah. So he would be like, hey, what are you doing? Uh, because I thought... And I know how I know how branding and imaging works because I've worked for companies that I can't use the product that I created because it is legal property to the people that are there after I leave a company. It's the legal property of the people that writes your check. So when we saw him come back to WWE, coming back to coming to AEW from WWE when he first started, people did the yes chance, but he never went along with it. And then him doing it at the pay-per-view and him starting it he started with the finger points straight in the air and i was thinking i said that wow oh you're gonna get sued somebody's getting sued and i and i and i bet you i bet you his name will be on it i bet you tony's name will be on it it's gonna be a pretty sizable one too i really do think that because it's legal property to wwe yep uh it, they what this match was supposed to be was supposed to be two men with a lot of capability of uh, doing physical, like, uh, sub- uh, submission maneuvers. This... It, it was a technical wrestling match. And then it... This should have been a technical wrestling showcase. And what ended up happening... With some high-impact moves here and there. What, and what ended up happening was a quicker match than they were anticipating. Because of one move. And after we reviewed it, we realized it was not Okada's fault. Right. Even though with reading and seeing other people saying, oh man, it was Okada. How is it Okada's fault? We went back and watched the tapes, read the receipts. In this match, you had Okada on the top ring post and Danielson was on the ground. He's laying in the middle of the ring. He's And his arms are flat on, the, on his sides, not on his chest, on the sides of him. Okada gets up, goes in for what his ab- amazing elbow drop. Yep. And then at the last second, you see Danielson's arm shoot up real quick to the right side of his body. Left side. Whatever side it was. And he winced and turned over, and his arm became very, very stiff. And we went, what's going on? Doesn't make any sense. We zoomed in and watched it again and realized that he shot up his arm so late, we think it was on his hip. Took a hip to the forearm and, and broke his arm. It's a clean break too. That they, they have the uh, the the X-ray images on uh, social media. That sucker snapped. Boy needs some milk. And it, obviously they start. They they were trying to go through the match, but then the ref noticed that Danielson wasn't moving. Threw Okada to the corner. Brought the and you know if you've ever seen wrestling, they have the fake doctor, and then they have the real doctor, and you saw. Real Doc slide into the ring to check on him. And you said it, though. You're like, something's not right. Mm-hmm. But we thought maybe it was like a, a like a bit, a gimmick. And it wasn't <clears throat> right. It turned out being, oh, God, he broke his arm. 
What I didn't like, though, is that he went into this weird convulsion, convulsion thing. Yeah. He faked a seizure. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong, it, it's whatever. It's a storyline. But like this past week, we had a guy at my work had a seizure in the building, and I helped the situation out by making sure he was okay and taking this man's tongue out of his throat to make sure he didn't choke on it. So I was kind of fresh with seeing an actual seizure happen and then having this fake nonsense. It kind of bothered. It bothered me. It, that's a personal thing, but it bothered. Me. Yeah, that's that, that's it's a border. That's borderline. It, 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 I don't know. That's just what do you? I don't know what you. I uh, no. I'm I'm with you on that. That's borderline. You don't do that. It, it, it yeah. It was it was something else. Yeah. Uh, but then obviously it was a bit because then you got Danielson going back and forth in the ring. I will say this. It was dumb. Oh, yeah. But he finished. He did <clears> 10 <throat> more minutes with the match with the broken arm. Yeah. Do you give him kudos? No. Do you think it's stupid? Yeah. Should he have done it? No. Vegan Superman. With no milk. With no he pro- I guarantee you he doesn't eat dairy products either. Right. Uh, so That's why his arm broke. So you He's got bird bones. <laughs> They're hollow on the inside. <laughs> so for the last 10 minutes, you got to see Brian try to do some mission movies that he can't do with his messed up arm. You see him try to put in a, a label lock. And he, he can't do it. So how do you win? How do you win a, a tap out match? You do a move that I had never seen him do. That looked painful. It looked like it. It looked like it hurt. He he struggled. He got it locked in. He pulled it back. He, it was like his arm was in one spot. His arm was in another spot. Pulled back and literally just stretched his body like a gi. Like it was just ow. It did not look comfy. It did not look. I think he was probably more mad. I think he did a maneuver that made him more pissed. And then made Okada of all <clears> people <throat> in this world, Okada tapped. Yeah, and. That whole entire arena in Canada was stunned. Yeah. And no one liked the ending because it was... It, it ended sooner than we wanted it. But then overall, we got Kenny. We got a, we got a almost a 60-minute match with Kenny. We had a lackluster there and a lackluster there. It was what it is. Uh, overall, pay-per-view, one of the best ones of the year. Fantastic. Hands down, up and down, great. Uh, that is literally... The highlight of wrestling this week was Forbidden Door. Uh, after this break, we're going to go into a breakdown for Money in the Bank, who we think is going to win, what there's going to happen, maybe some surprise people that uh, haven't been announced yet that we've been reading up on. So uh, we're going to go into our final little break here, and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. We were talking in the middle of, you know... I read somewhere that we are going to get... We will have... I mean, aside from the IC and the US titles, we will have all new title belts before SummerSlam. Really? Where did you read that at? Hey, I have my sources. You do have... uh, So, to be fair, ladies and gentlemen, that man does have sources. As do I. I do know some people as well. So, the... We're, we're going to get tag titles 
on each brand. We're not going to have unified titles anymore? No. Great. And yes, I'm happy with that. My understanding is because of KO. Because of Kevin Owens? Yes. Anyways. Uh, and they're wanting to introduce new women's tag team titles that will be defended on all three brands. Of which we, which most likely people don't realize that NXT is an actual third brand for WWE. Right. Uh, who, anyway. who wins? Ronda and Sheamus versus Liv and Raquel. I want Liv and Raquel to win. You want them to win? Yes. Okay. Because they are a more realistic tag team for other teams to face. In WWE. That they can potentially surmount. Oh, so you're meaning they'll be on television? Yeah. And actually defend the belts? And actually like wrestle. Um, Instead of hurt people. I actually am on the same page with you. Uh, they need to have it. They need to get them back. Obviously, they were... They lost the titles because Liv got hurt. They technically never lost. They stripped them of their titles. Yes, um, yes I would like to see Liv and Raquel win. Will it happen? I hope so. Wow, you're optimistic. Tune in to find out! <laughs> you're optimistic, which is kind of scary, because that doesn't very happen very often. Uh, then we have another <clears throat> match <laughs> on this episode of Who Needs Pants and Forever Always Will... Always need pants. The bro himself, Matt Riddle. Ver- Pat, Pat Fiddle. Pat Fiddle uh, versus the Ring General for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Gunter and Matt Riddle. Uh, if Gunter. I, I, I think Riddle wins. Stop. I don't want it to happen. If Gunter loses to Matt Riddle, I will not have respect for this company. I, I don't. I mean, I. Why don't, do you think I Matt Riddle will win? To happen. Is it because of Kevin and Sammy? No. Why do you think he's going to win? I think there is going to be some sort of distraction from who that Riddle is able to capitalize upon, and uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Because you. Really don't want to see it happen either. Correct. Uh, I would rather see Gunter win against Matt Riddle because I don't think Matt Riddle deserves to have another title in the WWE. But that's I don't also think he because deserves to have a contract. That's, that's, that's also because I don't like what he does outside of the ring. Um, we go into another... I'm going to call this one the popcorn match of the night. Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio. What is this match even? It, Why? It, it makes Why? it literally Why? it doesn't make sense. It Why? doesn't go with the storyline. Talk to talk to him. Talk to me about it. He literally we and I let me talk to you. We literally said this last week. Who is Cody Rhodes in a in a beef with right now? Brock. Brock. Where's Brock? Farming. And we he's ha- playing Farmville. <laughs> Real life. He's making money though. <laughs> I don't, we've said this time and time again, that literally, this makes no sense. Cody and Dominic, it doesn't make any sense. No, it I, doesn't. So, we're, they're, honestly, they're just trying to get people to actually give about Dominic Mysterio. He's not going to win. No, he's going to give it no, to Cody. He's not. Because Cody hasn't had a win in two pay-per-views. Oh, no. So, let's put him in the ring with Dominic Mysterio. Oh, well, you know, Mommy will be there, too. So? It doesn't mean Dominic's going to win. True. 
Uh, then we have, I have to say, Cody will win. Go ahead. Who's going to win? No, move on. I don't, no. no, I don't. Okay. Uh, then we have the World Heavyweight Championship match. Seth Rollins, Finn Balor. Uh, I, hold on. I just want the listeners to know that this is not the order that these matches are going to go. No, in. this is just based off of what I've got here. Right. I'm just going through lists. It's These obviously the main <clears throat> contributors of these matches is because it's called Money in the Bank. We have money in the banks later, but I will we'll give honestly, because it's heavily into it. Honestly, what I would really like to see, I would really like to see Finn win. I, I, I'm a toss-up. I love both these guys. I think they're both amazing in-ring talents. I think Seth has been an amazing champion in, in, in all constructs of his career. Finn hasn't had that title run that he's truly deserved. I agree with you. Finn winning would be great. Finn wins and proves to Seth that he can do it. He can do it. But also I can see them riding on Seth for a lot longer than a month. I also think that both Money in the Bank matches will happen before this on the court. Oh, 100% because I think somebody's going to cash in. Are there any women's championship matches in this, this night? I don't believe so. I... We might get... Mm. Yeah, it would just be the it would just be the men's uh, cash in. Because yeah, there is no women's. I'm surprised though, because with everything with, um, well, I think Charlotte Nasca is tomorrow. On Friday Night SmackDown, yeah, in London. In London, yeah, yeah. We would have to. We'll end up having to see <sighs> new women's champion. Not a chance. I'm not going to go after you this. I had a battle Adam this past week in text form and he was on your side <laughs> and it's hard to get through this. Right. Because he's on the right side. He's on the right side. No. Yes, he is. No. Yes. No. Adam, I know you're going to listen to this. You and me, buddy. We're on the same page. Charlotte is the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Try to argue and I will shut you down. I trust me. Adam did the same thing. He, he sent me messages multiple times. Come I, on, man. And I just went, okay, that's fine. You can die. I mean, who who are who are you going to argue not, no. against Charlotte? I'm not going to. I'm not going who? in on this. Who? I'm not. Who? I'm not getting who? in on this. Who? No one. Nope. There is no one. Nope. I'm not getting in on this. We're going to go right into the women's money in the bank because I'm going to let this downgrade because I'm not going to get into this again. My blood pressure will rise high and I will not. I've been on this past couple weeks. I've been on a tangent at least one time. I'm getting on one right now. Shut up. Anyway. It doesn't matter who wins this match. Who are they going to cash in on? There is nobody to cash in on, but we're going to go through it. Women's money in the bank. You've got Zelina Vega, Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, Bailey, EO Sky, and Trish Stratus out of the six. Okay. Who do you think who do you think WWE will choose? I've got Hold some, on. I've who, got if, some angles on so this. If you who will WWE will choose and who do you think should win it? Oh, that's a deep breath. Zoe Stark will help Trish win. You so you think Potent- WWE So these these are just these You are, have scenarios. These are the angles that I'm shooting here. Okay. Zoe Stark will help Trish win. Okay. One. Okay. Two Becky will. This is this is where I'm. This is what I'm saying should happen. Should Becky not WWE should Becky Becky should should win. win. Okay. 
WWE is probably going to push it in the direction of Io Sky. Okay. Hold on. Hot take. Hot take. Zelina Vega wins. Ooh. That would be uh, the swerve of the night if, because she is one of the lone non factionless competitors. She is on fire. She is. She's got, well, ever since Puerto Rico, she has been absolutely killing it. Yep. So maybe the the midget in the ring would be able to potentially. I mean, realistically, there are two people that can win this match. So it's Becky Lynch or Eosky. Correct. Um, I think they'll pick EO Sky. I think W will pick EO Sky for the sake of the Japanese angle because I think I think Asuka will end up winning against Charlotte on Friday. Nope. I think Asuka will win on Friday. Nope. I am right. You are wrong. Nope. I Yes, I am. Okay, hold on. You are entitled to your opinion. Ugh. Your opinion is wrong. It's not wrong. In my opinion. In your opinion. Uh, EO Sky will win. Nope. I want Becky to win, but I think EO will win. Yeah, I, there, but there, I mean, there's, there are so many ways this could go. There's a lot and there will be, and like we've said, there's, there's going to be a lot of shenanigans. There will be, there'll be a ton of, you know what? Bianca Belair is probably going to come out and climb up the ladder like Brock did years ago <laughs> and snatch the briefcase and be like, I win. Yeah. Non, non-sanctioned entrant. Like. This next Money in the Bank match. Lesnar did it. I know. Well, they added him late because... No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Lesnar was not in that match Oh, because he lost earlier that night the title. That's right. He lost earlier in the night, was so angry that he went out there and just got it himself and went meet. And that was the the beatbox of Brock. That was the... That was the boombox, Brock. That was the boombox Money in the Bank kiss. (laughs) Yeah. I forgot about that one. Uh, So that segues into our men's Money in the Bank. Damian Priest. Wow, that was quick. There is no other answer. Okay. So, we have Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, nope. LA Knight, Santos Escobar, Butch, Damian Priest, and Logan Paul. The only other person that I could honestly see winning this match is LA Knight. He is so over right now. LA Knight or Damian Priest. Those are the only two correct answers. So, we said this last week. Ricochet is only in it for high flying crazy moves. Yep. Santos Escobar is only in it for high flying crazy uh, wrestling moves, like yep. off the ladder. Now, Lena said last week on Friday Night SmackDown that it would be amazing to see two members of LWO win it. Won't happen. It will not happen. Um, I, in my opinion, my winner will be L.A. Knight. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think he's the. I think I. I really do because he's doing so well right now on his own. He's pushed it and done it on his own. Uh, would it be smart to put it on Damian Priest? Yes. Yeah. But I don't think. Especially if Balor wins the title. Now I will say this. Ooh, good angle, good story angle too. Uh, I can also see this too. I don't like it. You don't like it. I can then don't that. say it. I think they're because gonna, it doesn't matter. I think they may give it to Logan Paul. That would literally be the dumbest thing that they could do. I think they. I think they would do it though. Bad for business. I. I really do think they'd do it. It's like putting the WCW World Heavyweight Championship on David Arquette. <laughs> uh, Bad for business. So then, so if we're playing into the scenarios, like you said for Damian Priest, if Damian Priest. Wins. I know. I don't know how the match card lays out. They haven't really announced that. But if if they made the men's early enough, 
like they have been doing. They've been doing the women's more towards the main lately. If they did, if they said like you said, and Damian wins, and at the end of the night, now obviously the main event is the Bloodline yeah. uh, saga. Cash in on Roman. But what? See, I wasn't even going there. I was going if he would cash in on Finn or Seth. Cash in on Roman. Never thought of it that way. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Big brain. Especially after Solo turns on him. You think so? You think the boys are all going to tie it together? Well, we'll segue into that. The The main event match uh, <clears throat> is the bloodline match of Roman Anyways, Reigns and Solo Sokoa. Damian Priest wins. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, LA Knight. Uh, Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa versus Usos in the uh, uh, Bloodline Warfare. Bloodline Civil War. Oh, no. Um, I think we. I think the world wants to see the Usos I think, win. I think Jimmy and Jay will win. I have read so much that they're just so heavily on Roman that they're going to let Roman win. Let's see. Here's the thing, though. That, yeah, no. I, I think the boys win... But Roman doesn't eat the pinfall. You think Solo? Eats I think the pin? Solo takes the pin. That sucks. Sucks for Solo. But I, I guess I can see it too. Um, like we said, it is on Saturday, two Central, so three Eastern, noon Pacific. Or if you're over in London Town, I believe it starts at seven, six or seven o'clock. Um, so that is a, a weekend wrestling. We're gonna do our little game that Garrett apparently has concocted in his brain. This is the kind of stuff that we used to do when we were roommates. We would create random nonsensical games with sports, with WWE, really with anything in this world. So Garrett could have been a night of drinking, could have been a Tuesday. Yeah. Could have been a night of just, we were bored out of our minds. Then nothing was on television. This is going to be a last bit of our podcast. So yeah, it was Tuesdays. Uh, With that being said, let us concoct the game. Go. Who's on your Mount Rushmore? We've done this before. Mount Rushmore. And if you're not familiar with what the Mount Rushmore is, it is your top four in all of wrestling. All time. Ever. Ever. Okay. Here we go. Are we going to do like we did the last time? I give one, you give one, I give one, you give one? Sure. Cool. Steve Austin. Why? Why would you, why would you steal my thunder like that? That's, that's not who I thought you were gonna leave. That was, <laughs> that's so mean. But yes, uh, on my big Mount Rushmore list it will always be Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Texas Rattlesnake. I, I obviously he was a fan favorite in the '90s and the 2000s, but I, just there was something that always I always gravitated towards that man. He was a great in-ring wrestler. Uh, multiple time uh, Royal Rumble winner, multiple hey, King of the Ring, and with one of the best lines of all time. But the Austin three sixteen says, "I just whipped your ass." So that is on my Mount Rushmore. Steve Austin, he's not. I was. He's just there. He exists on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, who is yours, Chris Jericho? Actually, no, he's not on your top four. Not number one, no. but he's not top. He's in top. He's in your four, though. He might be. Might be. Uh, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Why? Because he is, you know, people people will say, oh, it's Cena. Yeah. I, I could argue for Chris Jericho all day long. Yep. Um, 
the greatest wrestler of all time to ever lace a pair of boots and step into the squared circle is the nature boy Ric Flair. 16 time. Technically, he's an 18 time world heavyweight champion. They don't recognize the NWA title runs. No, because that was during the, um, the was it the uh, the territory territory days, days or the uh, was it the Jim Crockett promotion days? Right. Um, yeah, I yeah I, I I can't I can't say that's a bad one. Jet flying, Limous- wheeling, dealing. Kiss stealing limousine riding son of a gun. I love him. And if you can't hold these alligators down, I love that man. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't hate on Ric Flair. I love Ric Flair. Right. Uh, I, I. I'll just jump on the same bandwagon with you. I love Ric Flair. Ric Flair will always be a top four. He's been wrestling what since what the 70s early 70s and yeah. obviously i didn't get to see him in those days i saw him in the days of the evolution in in early wwe for me in the 2000s and the evolution is the place to be uh so rick flair will always be in that top four if he's not in your top four what are you doing I, it just doesn't make sense to me yeah i feel like i feel like you have to have rick flair in your top four um, but yeah, no, I'm gonna definitely jump on that bandwagon of Ric Flair being in the in the Mount Rushmore of of wrestling. Yeah, go ahead, Jericho, Chris Jericho. Now you know how many titles he has had. He's the Ocho in AEW. He so unlike a lot of professional wrestlers through the years, Chris Jericho has reinvented himself and kept his characters relevant uh, uh, until current day. I mean, you had Lionheart Chris Jericho, and then you had the whiny... He had his uh, <laughs> top his, his his bodyguard, Ralphus. <laughs> the top and then he became Chris Jericho. Y2J. And then... or Yeah, Y2J. And... His character always evolved, and then he went to Japan and became the Painmaker. And he came back, and he started putting people on the list. You're just being the last. And then he went to AEW and started a faction, and twice, <clears throat> two factions. He has just been, and he's a rock, like a legitimate rock star. Positive. Yeah. So uh, this uh, goat number two. So you're so Ric Flair's your goat. Yep. And Chris is your second. Close second. Yeah. Um, what tag team would you put on your Mount Rushmore? Well, they're right there. They're in my corner. That's that's my tag team. I will always... Is it the, the Dudleys? I love the Dudleys. I love FTR. But the Dudleys... There is something about how the Dudleys did it for years. You watched them in ECW and got their start, but they stayed relevant and are relevant. They created, they are co-creator of one of the bigger matches I've called TLC. They literally knew how to do it, both as singles and as a tag team. Bubba Ray being the the the, the preacher man, the Devon testify. Brother Diva. I love Brother Diva. What Batista is the... Uh, as his little uh, 
Deacon. Deacon. Deacon Dave. Um, but no, I if, yeah, if you're going with the consolation prize of tag team, uh, the, the 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 Dudley Boys are gonna forever be on there. Plus, I got to interview Devon and got to know Devon a little deeper and hear his heart on stuff. Plus, that man. I saw him recently too. Yeah, dude, Robert Gibson looks old. Real old. Wrestling for forty Um, years. God, they they just won. um, Uh, yeah, they just won tag titles. Yep. Um. In uh, it was some random promotion, but it was something pretty big. Was it? Was the GCW? It was some weird promotion. Yeah, I mean. These guys have been champions all over the world. They've been a tag team since the late seventies. Mm-hmm. They were great to watch. I mean, they came through the AWA, the NWA. They hit all of the little you know territories back then. Yeah. Um, they went to, <laughs> they went and wrestled for Jim Cornette in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. I these guys. Yeah. They 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 when you when you think of a tag team that has had a Hall of Fame career yeah. as a tag team. Yeah, it's these guys. Yeah, that's like the same thing with me with the with the, the Dudley Boys. Yep. That you don't ever think of you know Devon and Bubba singles. You only think of those two guys as a tag team and their cultural relevance to this day in tag team wrestling. Uh, my number three on the list. Yeah, as a cultural icon for wrestling, as an ambassador to the brand, is it Hulk Hogan? No, I am not a real American. Uh, it's The Undertaker. I think he, on my top four, for what he's done to the business, what he's done for the business, and forever pushing through the business, I think he is a great top for uh, Mount Rushmore for me. Just for the sake, not just for the sake of title runs. He didn't do a lot of title runs. He was not a big title holder person. I thought you were going to say John Cena. Yeah, no. Don't get me wrong. When you he, when you started going through like the when you talk right, about the, right. the being a brand ambassador. Right. And no, I I think and oh, then I, you, ultimately with the Undertaker, you saw him. You know he was the Undertaker, the scary man. But then he changed his stop, kind of like you said with Chris Jericho. He switched it up and became the American badass and did that thing for several years, and then I came do. back. And then did The Undertaker again. And then went with the Streak Undertaker for the longest time. And now he's doing his little comedy little tour and doing his little thing. Just being the, the one one dead man show. Yeah, and doing the brand ambassador stuff. I think he will always be the cultural relevance for wrestling. Uh, that's kind of kept me involved in wrestling for all these years. <sighs> Let's see. Number three for me. This might come out of left field i'm gonna say eric bischoff yeah we never had to hold it down as a wrestler it's about the cultural Um, when you when you talk about people who made wrestling mainstream Mm -hmm. it wasn't vince no he took over daddy's company and it wasn't paul Heyman. I love Paul Heyman to death. Well, I am I am a Paul Heyman guy. He's he is my my fifth guy sitting on the bench. Uh, Eric Bischoff made wrestling in the '90s relevant again. Yeah, with the creation of the NWO, the going to monthly pay per view, mm-hmm. and just I, I'm pretty sure that these the Turner Broadcasting and WCW were printing 
money. Yeah. They were making money hand over fist. Yeah. Eric Bischoff made wrestling cool. Yeah, he did. In the night. Yeah, he did. Uh my number four, it's hard because I've got I've got a couple of guys that I just I would love, and I'll narrow it down to like these three, and you probably could figure out who they are. I love Macho Man. I love Shawn Michaels. Uh, and I love Roddy Piper. So you gotta those, pick one. I, it's hard, but one. I'm gonna pick one. Uh, I'm gonna go with Shawn Michaels. Really, I love Macho Man. Macho Man's my guy. I love Macho Man, but I love Shawn okay. because of like what I said about the Undertaker. He made he made wrestling fun, and he's still culturally relevant to this day with his pursuit into what he's doing with NXT. I love Shawn Michaels. Can I have a staring contest with him? No, I can't follow one of his eyes. <laughs> Who's your number four? Hmm. It's rough. There's so much. Four is difficult. That's why I was like, it's hard for me. Um. Uh. Yeah. It's rough. <laughs> it's so hard. I, uh, and you could take one of mine too if you really want to. I took Ric Flair from you because I was he was going to be on my list no matter what. Honestly, I, <sighs> this is horrible. Dear Lord. Uh, um, um, <laughs> we may have to take a break I, you know going what? into this. Uh, Kevin Nash. Wow. Wow. Multi-time champion. Made the NWO what it was. I mean, he's, he's great. Cause great big man. That hurt my brain. Um, but no, I, I landed on Kevin Nash. But why? Just so. I know you're a big NWO guy, but I just, I got to hear where you're coming from with the end with, with Kevin Nash because I would never have thought that guy. So he started in WCW as Oz. <laughs> Left WCW, went to WWF at the time as Diesel. Went back to WCW, uh, helped found the NWO with another person that popped into my head like, oh, what about Scott Hall? Scott Hall would have been another good one. Rest in peace. Uh, Sean Waltman, Sting, and uh, even even Hogan. Hogan would have been actually, uh, honestly, Hollywood Hogan is probably one of the greatest heels of all time. Anyway, I don't want to tangent on that. But then I was... I started thinking a broader perspective and I was thinking of Kaiji Muto, who was the great Muda. Uh, I also was thinking of the Ultimo Dragon, uh, Rey Mysterio, uh, Mil Mascaris, mm -hmm. uh, Blue Demon. Like it, there's, there's just so many that like, once you hit, you got your top three. Oh yeah. And then, oh yeah. You're trying to think of okay, well, who 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 am I gonna pick? Who am I gonna pick? It's like trying to do a draft for fantasy football. Mm -hmm. And and it it 
it hurts. It comes down to like, at that point, at number four, it comes down to a personal preference. Yeah. And I'm, I'm probably, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, Vincent Kennedy McMahon will probably never be on anybody's Mount Rushmore. No, I, if you're just going based off of just, you know, influential people, yeah, no. But if you're going like then, creative the, minds, possibly. I mean, but then you, Vince doesn't have a creative mind. He builds people Come around on. him. He builds the people that Bruce Pritchard, Pat Patterson. He builds the people around Ke- him. Uh, Kevin Dunn. Yeah, he builds the people around. But him. that's the that's the I, I the one thing I don't like is that yeah he wasn't cre- but he he knew how to create a team around him to be the best. That's what a good leader does. <clears throat> I'm not right. saying he's the best thing in the world, right. but he, if you build a good team around you, that's it. I won't go on a tangent about Vince McMahon. And then, but like, I mean, and obviously there are other names that we didn't mention. You've got Triple H. I, that was you've, one of my other you've, ones. You've got The Rock. We, but we've got, also said that with with The Rock is that is that five year run. That's it. John Bradshaw Layfield. Yeah, uh, Booker T. Ron Simmons. Oh yeah, one of the the first African American champion. I, I mean, there. Yeah, Booker T. Diamond Dallas Page. Roddy Roddy Piper. Right. Like, like Sting. Are, Sting's on that list too. I mentioned Sting earlier. I still I have to mention uh, it, Sting. It, 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 I, there's just, I mean. He's he he was never the top guy, but he was always right there. Arn Anderson. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's just so many now throughout the years. Like, not, it's not our favorite guy, but the, you know, Hitman could be on there too for some people, not for us. Who? Yeah, exactly. Um, Kurt Angle. That's another one. Edge. He is a. There are people out there that even Cena. People are people are on the Cena train. I never Cena. Uh. Huh. Andre the Giant as well. People have also said Andre the Giant be on the top of their list. Dusty Rhodes, another one of those people. Ted DiBiase. Ted did a lot of stuff back in the day. Uh, even to this day, Mick Foley. Mick Foley had the turn of the revolution with everything with the WCW WWE Wars. You know, he had all those things. Some people might say Mr. Perfect. Some might say Jake the Snake Roberts. Some people might say Eddie Guerrero's on that list too. It just, it could define, even Ricky Steamboat. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's just there's, a lot of people. There's there so down. many legends out there, and I mean, obviously, we didn't put any. I mean, aside from Jericho, yeah. we didn't put anybody who's still active. Right. No, and there's, I, it's it, we've said it before that the talent that is right now, it is the probably the lowest of fresh talent we've ever seen in any kind of wrestling. Because there's always been like. These groups of people who have been coming along with each other as they've been building. But this is like the one where everybody's kind of as a fresh slate of wrestling. I honestly, for a split second, thought at number four, Adam Cole. Just for like his on the rise status? I mean, AJ Styles, Snow Joe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It, you... <laughs> There, there. It's just... There's a very large number. But that's why we said the top four is so hard. That you could always put at that number four slot. Right. Once you've got your top three exactly. locked in. So that's what we that's what we used to do when we were on the couch back in the day is those kind of small little uh those little games. Uh but that's the podcast. Uh we actually still went our time like we did last week, you know, uh with everything that was going on. But I feel like this one was a lot of uh breakdown with the pay-per-view and everything that was going on. It was well, a lot of fun. And next week's will probably be long as well yeah because we have money in the bank on saturday and we have all the shows that we're going to be looking over uh also happy early fourth of july uh fourth of july being next week celebrate your independence 
please, 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 if you are going to be using fireworks, yes. be safe yes. and be smart. Yep. And if you're going to be dumb, be smart about it. Drink responsibly. Uh, if you are traveling, please be careful. There will be a lot of dumb people on the road during this holiday weekend. Uh, remember, this is a time of uh, happiness and revolution for our country. Please don't be crazy about it. It's going to be a good time. We love you guys very much. Uh, you want to follow us on social media, uh, Instagram, GQ underscore wrestling, sorry, a wrestling podcast, Twitter, GQ, a wrestling podcast, all one word. Uh, and if you want to get a hold of us, uh, we have our email at GQ, a wrestling podcast at gmail.com. We love you guys very, very much. Thank you for listening to two dumb guys sitting on a couch talking about wrestling. We, like we say every single week, did anybody ask for this? No. But do we enjoy doing it? Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, with that being said, GQ, we are out. <laughs>